Hi, my name is Kelsey Huff. And I'm Jonah Jerkins. This is the Petals and Pricks. It's a Bachelor podcast, but we're not doing any Bachelor crap No, today. it is Bachelor-less. Yeah, no yeah. Bachelor. We're talking about uh, Star is Born Part 2. Yeah. So I finally saw the movie, and Jonah and I are going to dang talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that, some other stuff. And we know we're on a break, but hey, you know, we love you, Prickheads. And so if you want to follow us on social media, we will be here. Yeah. So you can do it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can maybe, you know, send us some emails at pedalsandprickspodcast at gmail.com. If you want us to share anything, just make sure to yeah. let us know so we don't do anything that's private. Yeah. And also, we're kind of just discussing things that we've we've been watching. Yeah. Um, so please send in things you've been watching, and then yeah. maybe we'll watch it and discuss it with you. Yeah, exactly. So in our break, yeah, we do, and it doesn't have to be reality TV. Let's stress that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so we're going to do the podcast now. When, when do you want to start this book? Yes. <laughs> no. This is Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at Petals and Pricks podcast with who? Kelsey Huff is my name. And I'm Jonah Jerkins. Welcome back, everyone. This is normally a Bachelor podcast, but it's going to be a Bachelor-less podcast. Yeah, zero Bachelors, no Bachelorettes, no Paradise. We're talking on the break about movies we like. Yeah. And maybe The Great British Bake Off, but not today. We did that for a whole week. (laughs) One whole week. Yeah. Today, this is the part two. Which um, is called our, our podcast, Gave Up on Premises. <laughs> no, don't believe what we forgotten say. Forgotten Premises. We're going to, yeah. Oh, forgotten, forgotten premise. Premises. I like it. Uh, so we're going to be talking about what, Jonah, today? Well, we, last podcast, I saw Star is Born. Yeah. We discussed it. Mm-hmm. Basically gave you a lot of uh, spoilers. Yep. Then, what happened since then? You watched it. I did too. And now we're having your feelings on the movie. Yeah, I also, I did. I mm-hmm. did watch it. And uh, it, to be fair, if you guys listened to the last one, I did a lot of prep. Both of us did like watching YouTube and like yeah. interviews. So I feel like, and the hype was big. It was big. And now the time has passed. Yeah. And the hype is less big. Well, we are day after Halloween. I didn't see a lot of Jackson Maines as I thought I was going to see. Oh, you thought? I only saw two. Oh, gotcha. What was the most uh, Halloween-y? Uh, Costume? Yeah, you seem pumped about it, Jonah. <laughs> I hate Halloween. You do. do you too? No, you do. Oh, question I do. Mark? I think it's you too. No, no, I don't. I don't hate it. I'm a bit indifferent. It's really? not up there. I think it's fun. Listen, there's candy. This candy. Oh, I love candy. I love everything involved in Halloween except for dressing up and going out. Going out. So love you would rather eat candy? Part of it. Oh. I'd rather eat candy and watch watch scary movies, movies by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> What about like um, the fallness of it? Like that's fun. Ooh, hot apple cider and stuff like that. That's fun. Okay. Like all that. You don't like the, because it seems too manic. Like you're like, it's like New Year's Eve. Well, I'm from Wisconsin and Madison uh, has the biggest Halloween celebration of the in the country. So I went there for four years in a row, mm. went to that and there was riots, not kidding. Um, and it's just like, I hate shoulder to shoulder. You don't go out anymore to the bars. You're no. not a bar person anymore. No. I still am. I'm not giving up on it. <laughs> Uh, I just don't like being pushed around. Yeah. You want a bar with some space. I don't like being pushed around accidentally. I also think, and I, this is not an insult, Jonah, but you are getting older. Is your patience I've always had thin? a feeling. See, people that, uh, no, I just don't like that. I never liked it either. Well, Even when I was drunk and going out like crazy, people f- pissed me off. Yeah, like the... the <laughs> "Quote unquote," like popular bar days are the days I hate the most. So mm-hmm. I hate Halloween, I hate New Year's Eve, 
I hate uh, Black Sweetest Wednesday, Day. Sweetest, Sweetest Day. Day. <laughs> I hate President's Day. Yeah, Flag Day. Flag Get Day. the fuck out of here. National Cat Day. <laughs> That's my favorite during the day. <laughs> National Pecan Awareness Month. Right. <laughs> right. Um, a, a kids day. Kids day. Bring your kid to the bar day. That was my dad yeah. every day. Up top. Hey, Hey-o. clink. Clink, 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 clink. Silly Sisters. That was his bar of choice. There's a bar called Silly Sisters? Silly Sisters. Oh, no. That yeah. sounds bad. Yeah. We'd hide under the pool table. Oh, no. <laughs> we had to do our homework somewhere, Jonah. Is that a fact? <laughs> yeah. Of course. You do your homework at a bar? Of course. Under the pool table. Oh, my God. You had a regular Mm -hmm. Jackson Maine for a (laughs) dad. No, he wasn't talented. (laughs) Oh! Going to hell. Yeah. He is, maybe. So, Star is Born. Star is Born. Revisited. Oh, wait. So, so did you like... I want to go back to Halloween. Did you like dressing up? I loved dressing up when I was a kid. What was your favorite costume you ever did? I don't know if it was my favorite, but I wore it an obscene amount of times. I was Dick Tracy a lot. You were Dick Tracy a lot? I always loved nice. a blazer. I can see that with a hat. <laughs> Yellow, my Did favorite color. Did you have the color. watch that you talked to? Uh, I don't think I had any an sort Apple of... Apple watch before there was an Apple watch? Apple watch. Like, oh, Dick Tracy, what's my, how many steps did yeah. I get today? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just had the hat. Did you have a stereotypical Asian uh, partner? No, I didn't actually know that much about Dick Tracy either. Oh, really? I really did You just didn't. liked the outfit. I just, so he's from... Dick Tracy, the creator of the comic strip, was from Woodstock, Illinois, which was very... Oh, really? Close to my hometown, so it was oh. kind of like oh, so you're like a hometown favorite. Yeah, even though it wasn't even really my hometown, but it was close. Did you see the Warren Beatty Dick Tracy? I did. Yeah. Uh, with Madonna. Madonna. Yeah, which is a good through. That's actually because we got yeah. Lady Gaga coming yeah, yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I just so I don't know if that was my favorite, but I definitely wore it a lot. How about you? I never really dressed up. I, ha- I always hated dressing up. I always wanted to be myself. Oh, deep. But, but what one about time, the candy, Jonah? I mean, well, sometimes I would you got to make early that sacrifice. And I'd steal the candy. I was one of those assholes. From other kids? No, or from, from the, the bowls. Oh, boo worms. I know. Why but did I you always... want to dress up as a kid? I don't know. I just never really got into it. Weird. I can't even think of. I was like a ninja once. I, I think the biggest uh, customer did was like. I can. Uh, my mom helped me with it, and it was like T two. Like I was a Terminator, where half my face was the thing. Oh, like metal. Yeah. Or, or like melted metal. T two mm, is melted, right? More the the skin would like melt, and there's a metal underneath. Cool. It. And then we were just walking around giving thumbs up everywhere, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. making everybody cry. Awesome, love you stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. What does he say? Anyway, uh, I forgot about the thumbs up. Oh, I wish sad. I could cry. Oh. Uh, I can't cry, but I yeah. get it. Basically, I always think that movie's terrible. Then I watch it and I go, no, "This is a great it's movie. Good, yeah. T two is good. That's one of those movies I'm always like, "This is so good." Why do I? Sarah Connor's kicking ass and nobody believes her. Mm-hmm. I love it. So good. Yeah, I mean, James Cameron is a problematic human. Yeah, but but I also that feel about good. this. Interesting. I also think about that. I also have that same feeling with The Abyss and with Aliens. I always think I don't like the movie, and then I watch it. I'm like, "This is a great movie." Yeah. Well, Alien is not him. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, Ridley Scott is alien, but mm. aliens. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I didn't know that. I thought Ridley Scott was aliens as well. No, Ridley Scott was alien, then James Cameron's aliens, and then David Fincher's Alien 3. And then who did Alien Resurrection? Joss Whedon? Or did you just write it? Oh, really? I don't know. I think he wrote it. Mm. That movie wasn't that good. I made my, my mom see that in the theater with me. Yeah. Were you like, I'm going to be alien I, for Halloween? My poor mom. I made her see some of the worst movies I'm sure in the she just And my grandmother. With you. I made my grandma see Biodome with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like the weasel, right, grandma? I made her sit front, front row center. Oh, no. It's too close, Jonah. Yeah. This, bi- 
Dome is too close. Yeah. Why are they locked in? So, okay, so you want to see a movie. How do you feel about this? Are you talking uh, about Stars Born now? Or? No, we're talking movies now. Okay. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there eventually. Uh, so, everybody knows how this goes. Whoa. Sorry, sorry, Nancy. Um, how do you feel about the uh, assigned seating? So, here are my complaints. Uh-huh. And then I'll get to the pros. Okay. Cons first. If you are late. Yeah. It's very hard to see your letter. Yes, it is. And they're not I, lit up. They're not lit up. I've never been in a theater where it's clearly. Yeah, where it's like a kind of glowy H. But the sad or thing J. is, you know the row. Mm-hmm. The row is always clearly yeah. lit. So it's kind of problematic if you are the person, mm-hmm. but then also if you're sitting there and you want to be like, it's K! You're in K! But yeah. I never yell it out. Oh, and yeah. then so people are like chatting about the number and that it's like distracting. It's okay. very distracting. Also, I don't like it when you walk into the movie theater and there's usually a greeter. Sometimes there's a greeter there. It's oh. like, did you get your seats online? Are you ordering them now? And I'm like, ah, I feel like accosted. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm not going to buy your like green. Like, like pop out and Hey! Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh yeah. God. Um, that I just like to go. You know what? I like to go to the movie theater by myself and I have to go very incognito. I can't do that. No. I can't do the, oh the, gosh, you should try it. It's I so feel great. Sad. I love it. Well, love like, it. so there are people by themselves. When I saw Star is Born, they're uh-huh. crying by themselves. That's sad. Yeah, I know that nobody knows you have feelings, Jonah. <laughs> I just feel it's always like every time I see somebody sitting by themselves, I'm like, is that guy going to kill us? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this day is day Yeah, age. yikes. And it's also like, I'm always like, who's that person? I think about by themselves. Oh, just so you know, I mean, I can't speak for everybody who likes to go alone to the movies. But I'm not judging it. I'm judging you're it. You're totally <laughs> judging yeah, 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 yeah. it. But like I go eat by myself. I like doing stuff by myself. I, mean, I feel like you're more of a, a guy. Yeah. Although I'm an extrovert, I don't mind being alone. I feel like you're a guy who doesn't really like to be by yourself in general. Uh, you, I think. Maybe, do you think the difference is because you have brothers and sisters or you have sisters? I just have the one. I just like being by myself. But you were, but you were more around people than you weren't, right? Yeah. I did have like a really so, big extended family. Yeah. So like when you're by yourself, that's like different for it's you. It's like, oh, yes. So I think for me, being around people is different for me because mm. I was a, a, a only, only child yeah. with just a, one mother, yeah. a single parent. So I was constantly by myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was not like a So retreat. I have a great imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you get to wank it a lot. I uh, remember one being like, yeah. I want to be alone so I can wank it. Get out of here, everybody. Was that really your thought? Oh, my God. Of course. You're like, sis, leave. I need to, t- I need to touch my bean. <laughs> I know. Get out of here! Get out of here! I got touching to do. We gotta go to the bean. It's a tourist attraction. (laughs) Uh, Table for one, please. (laughs) Anywho, that got out of control fast. Especially because you're talking about being in a theater by yourself. That's not where I'm doing it. I'm not a public masturbator. You're not a public masturbator. That's Pee Wee Herman. That's interesting. Hey, oh, Um, he's no, no, no. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't. (laughs) He did resurrect his career. I don't mind being alone at all. Uh. Uh, I mean. Too much of it, I get a little crazy. I just feel like I'm always alone, Kels. Oh no, don't feel that way. I just feel like it's. Uh, I feel like movies should be communion, communion, communal. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but like now I'm talking about. Like I think it would be different if like you saw the movie and then you didn't have anywhere to talk about it. Right. But I feel like I am rather social, and I will talk about it with you. I'll talk mm. about the friends, Jason. Go online, talk about it. You know, it'd be yeah. different if you're like sat in a movie and you're like, oh, I have nobody to talk about it with it ever. Yeah. But I don't need somebody there right now. No. Also, I'm saying like, I do love going to the movies with people too. Yeah. Where you're like afterwards, you have like intellectual conversation about it, like, oh, what did you think? Did you see this theme? Blah blah yeah. blah. I like that as well. Don't don't you don't you like the trailer confirmation when you see a trailer and then you look at each other and be like, I'm gonna see that. I do. Or you're like, no. I do. 
But who, who do you do that with when you're by yourself? I guess do you I... pick somebody that left you? <laughs> I want to see that. They're like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. What do you guys feel about? You just go over and start eating their popcorn. The too? new predator. <laughs> yeah. Don't see it. It's bad. You're just making friends. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, it all, it all depends. So I, I did think I see... I to see a movie by myself once. I'm not afraid to do, do it. it. Should do it. You should do it, Jonah. Do it. That'll be your homework. Okay. <gasps> see a movie Next by myself. Next week, you'll have to see a movie by yourself and come tell us about it. I'm uncomfortable thinking about it. Um, It's a good time. The problem, though, I think I notice when I'm by myself is that I do, not just like eavesdrop more, but I like can feel other people's conversation and usually I don't like them. Like, when you're by yourself, because yeah, you're more I'm more aware. aware yeah. yeah. And I also try not to like look at my phone, but I do anyway. Yeah. Um, but like there were some people next to me who were real like reactionary and sometimes I love that in a yeah. movie, but it was like emotional reactionary. I'm not, for a star is born yeah and yeah. it wasn't like crying that's not what I'm saying but they were like how could they do that what what yeah. gurgled sorry well I'm gurgling oh, whoa, whoa I heard that in you my guys ears. I had some Polish sausage and it's coming <laughs> up but that's kind of annoying I notice um, it more coming up I'm mm. gonna make your breath smell oh I'm man pros about um uh seating yeah uh that you don't have to save seats for people I was oh. very like I didn't Good. like I know this is oh, like a Seinfeld, but I don't like putting the code over and be like, yeah. oh, this is taken, this is taken. Yeah. And you feel like you're battling, especially when it's full. I like that there's like, you this know you're not it. supposed to sit here. It's right. like in an airplane, like yeah. versus Southwest where there's like no fucking seats. Yeah. Or is it Southwest? Well, there's Southwest. an airline. You're like, this is chaos. Or they just line you up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, you, this is mine. Yeah. This is yours. I yeah. do like that kind of organization. I do like, I, oh, here's the thing I hate because I saw Halloween which I liked, uh, the new Halloween. And uh, we had our seats, and then as soon as we walked in, we realized they're taken. But there's like six, like, quote-unquote thuggish-looking guys that has, that's uh, <laughs> color general, uh, neutral. Uh, what? I The point is- You, you were afraid of the men in your I wasn't seat. afraid, but I was like, okay, if I talk to them, this is going to be an issue. You know um, what I mean? Because they clearly confront. They seemed confrontational. I gotcha. Right. So then you're like, and the movie's about to start, and you're like, fuck. So then you have to go take other seats because they started oh. this domino effect. So oh. then, so then we sat in other seats, and all of a sudden people walked in, and then I'm hyper aware of people like looking. And I'm like, are these your seats? So like, yeah, okay. Well, these people took our seats. We're gonna, so we had to keep moving to different areas. You didn't. You didn't. You never confronted them. No, because well, if it was just two, it's different. But there was like, it was like clearly that just six, like six guys hanging out, and then they're like, just fucking sit by us. Who gives a fuck? And then I knew the second. If Do you I was think like, it's because you're a dude? Because I would have had no problem going up to them. Yeah, no, that's one thing I've realized about women. They don't give a shit. <laughs> well, because I feel like, and I, you could do it real politely, but like, I guess that's the thing of like, you don't have, there, it's not a peacocking moment. Right. Whereas I think for dudes, it might be it's like, It's an alpha uh-oh. moment. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, you can go fist other seats. I'm like, come on, dude, just move. You're like, why? Just move. Dude? Yeah, yeah. But then it's a problem. Then you're sitting next to their friends who are all pissy with you. So it's just like, it's just like, and also in my head about it. Yeah. So then it's, it, but then it started this be... domino effect of people not being able to sit where they wanted to, you know. Yeah. It's that whole thing when, like, somebody marries your uh, your one and only. Where is this analogy going? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> you know how there's somebody meant for everybody, <laughs> but as soon as somebody marries that person that they're not meant for, that starts a domino effect of you never finding love. Whoa. Holy cow. <laughs> I feel like you just wanted to talk about that thug life so you could get to heartbreak, yeah. Jonah. Well, we're going to talk about Stars Born. <gasps> yeah, we are. Also, That's why you I get like, that like, pimply-faced teenager to be like, I'm sorry, there's somebody in my seat. And they have to be like, oh, this oh, me, it's sir. Yeah, but it's a thing, and they have a flashlight, and that's annoying. Yeah, they do. And I, <laughs> It's annoying. <laughs> but I also oh, like... There are rules. We're yeah. living in a society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know the rules from Scream. Um, and then 
I, I kind of miss that, like, when you walk in with your friends and you're like, okay, should we sit here? Should we sit here? Oh, should the we... choice. I like the, like, surveying the land mm. and where are you going to stick your flag? Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's like the experience of that you miss because it's already yeah. settled online. And then you're kind of like, I don't want to sit in front. I'm like, well, you want to sit? I don't want to sit too far away. Like, yeah. let's sit in the middle. And then I, I miss the... Except you with get... your grandma. And you're like, get up front. It's Biodome, yeah, bi- yeah, right. <laughs> My poor grandmother. I also I made her see Batman front row center. And she's like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, dark, yeah she saw a lot movie of, too. She saw a lot of bad movies with me. Well, Batman's a great movie. But um, uh, I miss that. And I miss like the... We got to get there early to get seats. Like I miss going to theaters like 40 minutes early because you know it's going to sell out. Yeah. Like for instance, I went to see uh, Basketball. And I was like, it's going to sell out, guys. We got to get there early. I went there 50 minutes early. We got seats. Guess what? There's only eight other people in the theater. <laughs> you really hyped up basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is it sold out? This movie's great. Nerd. <laughs> oh, man. You know the thing I don't like about getting there early? Because I used to get there early because of trailers. But now with the modern technology, you can see trailers right. on your Apple TV, and on YouTube, whatever. tripled the amount there's of trailers. There's so many. It's the commercials I don't like. Yeah. So I don't like to go early to save a seat because I don't want to be forced to watch a fucking Diet Coke commercial yeah. for 20 minutes over and over and over and right. over and over. <gasps> I hate commercials. But then, there's, but then there's questions in the middle of that. Yeah. But I feel like. That we all know the answers yeah, to. I don't know. I know what you're saying. I do like the questions. The questions are but good. The, the the commercials. There's something about commercials. Like that's why I haven't ever had cable since I since college. Like I just really? didn't ever have cable because the I cannot stand commercials. It's really, oh, really? weird. I like commercials. I can't handle them. Did you know I watch everything on streaming? Because yeah. I'm like, I can't. And you pay extra it. to not get the commercials. Yeah. So when you use my Hulu account and you realize that I didn't pay extra, it annoys you, huh? No, I have my own Hulu account. I gave you my Hulu account. No, you gave me your Direct TV one, and I don't use it at all. Oh. Yeah, guys, if you guys want my Direct TV account, <laughs> no. just uh, uh, email into Pals uh, and Pricks. Longtime listeners yeah. will know that Jonah had to increase. And don't worry, when you get that password, you get the password for, <laughs> for everything, everything. <laughs> and it's not hard you to figure out. You can shut my life down. <laughs> but yeah, Jonah had to get a uh, expensive Netflix account because he just keeps giving his account to stand-up comedian friends. Yeah, every ex-girlfriend has it, and I still pay. Mm. They watch it with their husbands. Oh, man. Bless you. <laughs> oh, my God, I almost peed my pants. Oh, no. We're going to have to pause this because I have to pee. I'm not even joking. Wait, you can leave it on. Just leave it on, and you could talk, and I'll go pee. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Okay, back. Did you pee? I went for days. Yeah. It sounded like the League of Their Own in there. <laughs> Whiz. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big time. Okay, so we're back. We're back. We're back, and uh, I didn't sneeze and tinkle. Okay. <laughs> sneeze and tinkle. Did you sneeze while you're tinkling? No, I sneezed out here. Does it Come spray? On, you just heard it. I wasn't listening to you pee. No, but the sneeze that we recorded I gotcha. almost opened the floodgates. <laughs> yeah. Almost oh, made you Good thing. I was wearing spanks and tights and jeans. Yeah. What good if you thing. sneeze and you're like, oh, I sneezed on my crotch, and it was just like, actually <laughs> pee? <laughs> that happens though when when we get older. Got to do those Kegels. You sneeze really? and some stuff just flies out. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Kegels. Kegels. You I know, know what ke- Kegels? I know what yeah. Kegels are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a modern man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow sell an egg for that? Yeah, which is snake oil shenanigans. Yeah. They'll goop bullshit. Goop. Yeah. Uh, anywho, should we get to the stars born? What are we? A good five hours in? Let's do it. No, we're only two in. 
um, two hours in. Star is Born. We watched it. I liked it. I have some things that I want to talk about that I don't think we so talked about the first Did you see it by round. yourself or did you see it with people? I saw it by myself. Oh, you did? I okay. saw it by myself and then well, the people how, was behind it, was it me. Was it pretty packed theater? It was not. So I, okay. I've seen it after the hype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I did want to go to Wikipedia. It took, it, it cost uh, 360, I'm sorry, 36 million to make and it made well over it in like the uh, opening weekend. So I missed all the... Yeah, it was like number the, two I, in the I, box action. office, right? What was number one? Hall- no, ha- Halloween beat it out the week after. Mm, I don't know. I think. But yeah, but, it was like... But so yeah, people have been seeing... Because we did their first podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so people definitely have seen it. There was only probably like 15 people in the movie theater. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't I bananas. went on a Sunday, it was packed. Yeah, it was yeah, 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 yeah. So a question that I knew Jonah was going to ask me, did I cry? Cause, did you cry? Like, uh, I did not cry. I got a little emotional when Bradley Cooper's character, Jackson. Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine. Hey. Um, and by the way, everybody. Uh, Stop doing the voice. Jonah has been doing the voices. <laughs> I think I did it so much that my voice changed an octave. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so you did a real Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Anyway, when Jackson Maine was at his like apologetic moment in rehab, that's when I got a little like verklempt. Um, to his brother? Or to, to everybody. To, or to, to her. Lady, to Allie. To Lady Oh, uh, yeah. Allie. Yeah. Because I knew that was a question that you were going to ask me. Yeah. Because uh, Jonah thinks I have no feelings. I don't think you have feelings at even all. Even though I do. Yeah. But you didn't cry. You didn't cry at the end? I did When she sang the song? How I do you not it. cry that? I, I listen to the soundtrack and I tear up. I don't know. I've never heard anybody sing so emotional. Well, uh, it was great. Just because I didn't cry doesn't mean I wasn't affected. I just feel like I didn't cry. That's like when I saw, when I saw Les Mis, the remake. The then, movie? Yeah. Where I think I teared up at Anne Hathaway's song, but I still was like, this movie's fucking terrible, but this <laughs> part is great. <laughs> it was so bad, but she's so good in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt about uh, Lady Gaga. I watched on YouTube. Okay, so The Greatest Showman, I'm very embarrassed that I like it because I think it's problematic because he was a terrible person right. and they make it seem like he was really nice to misfits. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. But the musical, which is so cheeseball and it's like every 12 year old loves it. And also me, there's this YouTube clip where they show the, I can't remember her, her, the actress name, but she's like the bearded lady in it. Okay. And it's how they're like pitching it to the movie studios. They like showed their recording. She gets so emotional during the, this is me song. Mm hmm. And like Hugh, ja- Hugh Jackson, <laughs> Hugh, uh, oh Jackman. my God, Hugh Jackman is there yeah, like, getting the all time. emotional and she's like holding his hand because she can't like get through the song. Um, and all of a sudden the whole room starts singing and like, <gasps> I was kind of swept away that. So music can have that effect on me sometimes. Yeah. I just think also it's because we did so much research about we it. Did. And also I know like I, I kind of heard everything about it. It wasn't uh, unexpected. Okay. And I think that's why it was very beautifully performed. But even though, even even though now you know the background, so what who she was singing to. I also watched in our since last we met. I watched Gaga Five Foot Two, the documentary, and that woman is in the documentary. Who passed? Is she away, really? Who died? Okay. That's her friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, if people didn't listen to the first podcast, and if you don't know the history, uh, right before Lady Gaga had to shoot that final scene where she sings, she got word that her friend is passing away right cancer yeah cancer uh, that, that so just, you have to leave now and then she left and she got there like moments right after she passed right that, so that might be the story it. yeah she, so she just missed it and then when she came back to shooting uh she had to shoot that song mm-hmm. so like one of the reasons why she gets so emotional because she's basically singing that song to her friend yeah which is sad it's very it's very it's very sad it's very emotional mm-hmm. it's very uh it's a beautiful song. It is. Uh, the only other person I've seen, uh, and I know this isn't acting, but in real life, Adele cries sometimes when she's in concert, which is like, whoa. That's amazing. 
Yeah, because she's been singing these songs for so long. Yeah. You'd think you'd be like, just tune it in and like crank it out. Go, That's why it's go. so good. It, she just gets connected. Yeah. I watched. She got nothing to say. You got no fucking legs to stand on. <laughs> Jonah's been practicing. <laughs> no, you guys. That wasn't that good. I he lost also it. has nodes. I had it for. <laughs> I had it for a week and then I lost it. Oh, I think you can just practice. Get a vocal coach. I'll get it back. Yeah. So, um, I thought the ending was fast. So now that I've actually seen it, right? Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Of course, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great modern take. I loved the fact that Lady Gaga's character Allie had definitely more to say and more of a point of view than I feel like the other ones that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that. I love that Bradley Cooper. Because you've seen three. This is the, the there's four. There's four canon, total. I guess, yeah. But you've seen three of the four. Yeah, and I've right. only seen parts of the 1937 version. Okay. But I have seen the Judy Garland one, the Barbara Streisand one, and now this one. Yeah. And I think Lady Gaga's version of this character is definitely my favorite. She seems strong and vulnerable and, and complex. Yeah. Not that the other ones weren't, but she didn't seem... She's a lady of our time. Yeah. And so Bradley like Cooper... Mod- modernized it. Yeah, yeah, I think Bradley Cooper is a man of our time as yeah. well. Like, it's not like... You know, they do a lot of things in the other ones where, like, they're being, like, demasc- de- um, emasculated because, like, he has to sign for a package for his wife and he okay. calls her, like, the wrong name. It's like yeah. Mrs. Judy Garland or whatever. Mr. Yeah. Judy Garland. And he gets all mad about it. And that didn't happen here. It was really seemingly, like, him trying to have an opinion about where her career was going. Right. Uh, and not like, how dare you? Yeah. yeah. It was a very like an artistic control in a different way. Right. Of like, I still want to control what you're saying a little bit, but it's for your benefit, not because I feel like I'm the man and you're the woman. Yeah. Still control. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I think you should do it this way. You should listen to me. Um, do you think it, it seemed like a purist control. Does okay. That, make that sense? was my question. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. As opposed to malicious or, uh, you know, sexist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish people could see your face when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I look like a pirate. Yeah. Ugh, sexist. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was like, it just seemed like he already went through this. So he kind of knew where she was making her mistakes. Yeah. And he's, he's seen a lot of people make that same mistake. So yeah. he's trying to guide her. Yeah, and I think that's it's a good question about love and control. You know, and I feel like, Parents probably deal with this in a way I don't understand because I'm childless. But I like, wouldn't know because my parents are dead. Okay, good sorry, one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, when is Jonah going to throw that in? <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> but you know what I mean like that? Like you want to protect and 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 essentially control someone, but can you really, don't you kind of have to let them fuck up on their own? Yeah. And you can try to like impart words of wisdom, but he really got to a point where he didn't like what she was doing and he was not being quiet about it. Right. Uh, and that's a little controlling. It is. You know, but even then, if you're good intentions at heart. Yeah. Uh, and using that as a way to backslide. I mean, cause right, there's a scene where they're on Saturday Night Live and she's doing her like text back that ass song up yeah, and he's yeah. like, this is out of control. And he uses an excuse to drink and you're like, yeah. Ah, frustrating, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, and again, I think he did a really great job of making both of them very sort of sympathetic, uh, and vulnerable people. Yeah. But that idea of like using control and using another person's like, it's a codependent relationship ish of like, if they don't, if they're not the artist, I want them to be, I have failed. I am disappointed. It's like, he's not allowing her to like fuck up. Right. And he's taking it very personally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is I think cause he just like, well, do you think cause he, uh, do you, do you think cause maybe he like takes ownership in her career? Because or maybe he like kind of like gave her, because he kind of was like, I see where you're at, I see what you can do, and I've, I'm the one who like gave you that 
opportunity. I think the way that that in my interpretation of the character was this disappointment. Yeah. You know, uh, of him? like from him. Yeah, yeah. Of like I, and listen, there's that initial thing in love or 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 mutual respect even where you see somebody at their talent and you're like, I see you for who you are. Yeah. You both feel special. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I mean, on a secret that the world doesn't know about. And of course I want to help you and elevate you. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that's with like your soulmate or whatever you want to call it, or just with a friend, there is that connection. And then if that person does something that you, you've lifted up to a, an elevated status. And if they let you down, there's like this weird resentment, even mm-hmm. though you should allow somebody to make mistakes and yeah. go their own way. And I think that's where it becomes complicated. And he really, it really fucked him up. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about the fact that he like sacrificed himself for her to find that? Well, we we talked about this a little bit in our first round about sort of I my feeling about that is one, he has a mental illness. Right. Right. So it's like this is no shade on that. And it's not first his first time all. trying to kill himself. Yep, not his first time trying. He has addiction issues, which is a disease, suicide, which is depression, all of these things. Right. Right. So please, listeners, don't think I'm like insensitive to that yeah because i'm please not. don't think that just please know that <laughs> Shut up, <Jonah. laughs> i have a tendency to think it is very uh, it's cowardly in one respect which is i hate even using that word because we talked about this in the last one like i i feel like he could have grown together they could have grown together and there's right. this like male idea and like i think my dad had it a little bit and we talked about death of a salesman last time too of like this male idea of like this romantic notion of like i'll throw myself on this like my family doesn't need me right. they're better off without me i'll leave without me and it's like that's don't put that on them you right. know what i mean like yeah. he's like i'm going to make this self-sacrife yeah. so that she they're can not doing grow. well because of, because you're the it's, it's, it's selfish e- it's, yeah, it's the ego, ego man yeah you know yeah. and and again like mental illness aside like that aspect of it irritates me yeah <laughs> and angers me and and i think listen i i don't know how it feels to want to kill yourself so i'm not going to try to judge it mm-hmm. But as somebody who survived someone who has drank themselves to death, it would be nice if you chose life. It would have been nice if you chose me instead of to to chose nothing. I just feel it was like amazing because it was like, I I agree uh, 100% with you, but I disagree 100%. Well, this this, uh, choice makes a good tragic story, which is what this story is. Yeah. Why that was amazing because it just seemed like, you know, he wanted to do better. He's trying hard. He thought, how I took it, he thought, everything's good now i'm making the right decisions and then the manager comes in and says you're gonna fuck up again and you're gonna ruin her career so what the fuck you know what are you doing like you're in the way of her right Mm -hmm. and then so he puts that in his brain right and he's already fucked up mentally and then all of a sudden she comes home and what's the first thing he hears from her is a lie where she's halting her career Mm -hmm. for him this is why i think the problem of protection yeah. in love right yeah. because you and you see this and this makes for good obstacles and good conflict in story but it happens in life too mm-hmm. the problem when you think you're protecting someone usually backfires right you know this idea of like i'm not going to give them the full information or i'm going to do a white lie or whatever a healthy lie uh-huh. uh you're trying to control someone so we talked right. about control right of him trying to control her she is trying to control him now again they're both doing it in, in ways they think it's beneficial, right? right. But it, it is problematic, which makes for a great tragic love story, not a great real-life relationship. Right. Like, here's the deal. I think my somebody like my mom, who is a romantic, hands down, 
chooses unavailable, destructive, horrifying men. I don't think this is something she'll argue with me about. She thinks this story is life. I think a lot of people think this story is what love should be. And maybe it is for some people. Yeah. This is not my kind of love. Yeah. Great for the big screen. Right. It's been remade a bunch. Yeah. I don't want to live in that relationship. I want to live in a relationship where it's boring and you have to talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. imagine a conversation where like, you know, uh, Ali came home and he was like, oh man, your manager talked to me. It really <laughs> fucked me up. I had really crazy feelings about this. Do you think I'm an embarrassment to you? Yeah. Because that crushes me. Do it in me. the voice. I can't. Well, this is my voice because hey, I can't. I did have a hard time understanding hey, you it. Talked to me manager, I it. I can't do it. But hey, you know what I mean? Like, it really fucked me it up. It really fucked me up. Like, holy shit, am I holding you back? Not once does he say, Am I holding you back? Am I holding you back? Yeah. yeah. Because if well, I well, am. He's an artist. He internalizes everything. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's another thing. You have this idea of like the tragic, broken artist. You and I are artists. I, I hate know. to tell you. You are, not me. No, uh, I hate to tell you. You don't have to be suffering to make good art. And that is something people will fight me about. Yeah. People fight me about this shit. Like you have to be struggling. You have to be, or you have to be broke and you have to, uh, that's a lie. Right. That's a fucking lie. And I think people romanticize it a little bit. And, and it doesn't have to be, it's a wasted life. He could have made more music and maybe it wouldn't be as good. But it's still making something in the world. And like, you get one shot. Yeah. And the fact that, again, I'm not trying to diss people with suicide. Just I want to keep saying well, they this. They can't hear you now anyway. <laughs> Shut up. But you know, like, I think, I, th- I don't romanticize death. No. I've seen death up close. And it's not yeah. romantic. It's messy. It's dirty. And you got to clean up shit. And you leave people broken. Yeah. It's not pretty. I think like, you know, like, I agree with you. I just think like, how I took the love and I agree with everything you're saying, but I think if you go down to like the basics of it, it's just that they just, they loved each other through for any, who they were, no matter what, Mm -hmm. even though like Bradley Cooper is clearly a really fucked up guy. Like she just loves him for him, which I think is great. Yeah. And he like, he saw her for who he knew she was. And then she, but, but for she, he saw her in a way that she couldn't even see herself. Yeah, and I guess what it, what you're describing to me is which like, is love, which the, is amazing. Yeah, and again, who am I to d- describe or, or what love is to certain people or what right. it is? This is like the 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 first stage of love. Yeah. Imagine if you see them 15 years later. Right. That's gonna be a different love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's not, if it's not as that basis, I mean, you can. I think you kind of accomplish anything, right? Yeah, I guess my my. It's not even a beef because I really like the movie and I really like these kind of stories. Uh, these like unrequited sort of tragic love, Romeo and Juliet love. It doesn't yeah. end well, right? No. My thing is like, you know what happens for me, and maybe because I'm in it now, love changes, and it matures in like this deeper way, which seems it's not a good movie no. but there's something else there that you don't really see on TV right so people don't think it's as valuable yeah nobody Yeah, nobody, like you said nobody would want to watch that scene where he's just like hey uh it's a therapy scene hey your uh, manager came here and yeah I'm I had some br- feelings about upset, it so, um, yeah can we like talk about it like and make sure you use I feel <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? It doesn't make for a good story, but here's where it becomes like a, a problem a, for I me. I have a stick. You want to hold it whenever you want to say <laughs> the something. feeling stick. <laughs> yeah. 
is like we as human beings actually do learn by storytelling. Right. Like oral history has happened. We learn by stories. So what happens when you don't learn how to love long term? Yeah. When you think this like fire and chaos and blah is love and that's the only love you're not learning how to love in this other way right? because you don't see movies or read books about it. Right. And that bums me out. I think there are a couple of versions where you can. Like, um, I just think Name it's not as one. exciting. Name one movie. Well, I think books more because there's okay. more, there's a longer span. Yeah. You know, and you could, you can get more in, internal and you can get more like slow piece. You yeah. know what I mean? But the arc of a three act yeah. movie, it's hard. It's hard to do it. So you're saying like Ari and Entourage. <laughs> What a stretch. And well, I would they never went to the put, therapist and I would they never, slowly no, hard pass on this analogy, Jonah. I disagree. Anytime you put, you know, who knows how to love Ari from Entourage? Mm-hmm. Fucking no. No. Cokehead Piven? Nah, maybe not the maybe not the Yeah, but there was an arc where they did he <laughs> Jonah, was like, I know you're fucking with me right now. No, I'm being serious. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm kinda am. I sadly I am being somewhat serious. Are you really or are you just messing Literally, with me? Literally you said that and I go first thing Ari from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> What's a good example of long-lasting? Well, because they, saw a, they love. saw a therapist, they worked really hard at it. They had their problems, yeah, but they made it work. Um, Wait, did she end up leaving him at the end? I yeah, forgot. it did not work out. Well. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was in the movie. I don't know. It doesn't work. It doesn't I don't know work. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So that's the only thing. Now that that's not what this movie is. So this is not like a critique against this movie. It's kind yeah. of like a general thing of like we see this kind of tragic love story. Um, and the other thing of like trying to, especially for like dudes, I feel like there's this idea throughout our evolution that like your job is to die. I don't want to ever die. I, I know. I know. But like that's your. You pointed right at me but with like, a knife. As, <laughs> as men. <laughs> Whatever you murder me on. The, your <laughs> no! job is to die. No, but like your job is to go out and you're expendable. Like, like men throughout. Like the whole like women and uh, women and children first thing. Or yeah, or like listen, our job is to nurture and to grow. Yeah. And your job is to go die. Yeah. Whether it's war, whether it's food. Now there are women warriors. Do not get me wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to gender this, but like traditionally, even now, like for war, yes, women can do it now, and it's opening up even more than ever before. But your job as men are expendable. Right. So there's this idea, I think, that we've been trained, and you're also trained to only be angry and only want lust. You're not trained to... What the to- fuck is that supposed to mean, Kelsey? <laughs> yeah. I just want boobs. Yeah. Ah, right. boobs, 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 boobs. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like that other thing of like, it's romantic. It's yeah. part of your genetic uh, training, which is strange. Like you, it would be nice for dudes to stick around. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it would be kind of nice if that didn't happen or yeah. you weren't drawn to that now i know this is a huge generalization everybody i know this is huge yeah but i think that's one of the things that this falls under hey guys His, we're here with huge generalizations you're with and Jonah. Yeah, no, kidding <laughs> but like this idea that i will fall on my sword for you for the greater good if, if, if is but sometimes you don't so you don't find that to be heroic I think there are definitely circumstances where like, and also we're Americans, right? So this idea of like the individual is very important. The yeah. I is very important. And I think that's why you see self-sacrifice, whether it comes with your, with children or war or general ideas like or, or, or martyrdom and you see religious yeah. things yeah. where you see someone standing out to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. It does seem heroic. Yeah. I also think it seems romanticized and it's part of our culture that, right. that I know is there, but sometimes I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, harder to live. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I agree. With, I agree with everything you're saying, and like, I, I just think it's like, it's just such an amazing story of like how deep love can be, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is really important, and I think, and this uh, that's kind how of you love. and I look. That, well, eh. but you're right. I mean, ultimately, it was they were both really wrong, and that shouldn't have ended that way. It was really, but it's like again, it's a movie, and it was amazing to see that. Yeah, but I think deep down, it's just like you can really love somebody that much that you just like you see them for who they are mm-hmm. and what they are. And you love them so much that, like, you're willing to sacrifice yourself for them to be the best they can be. Yeah. That's amazing. But also, too, like, when I, like, I, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. Uh, and these you didn't really see stories, that from her. You didn't. Well, I guess you did. Did you see the that The thing I her? loved about her is that, which is, again, unlike the other reincarnations. Barbara Streisand was like this a little. She loved him for who he was. Right. And yet there were still rules. Right, uh-huh. I will never get on this motorcycle with you when you're drunk. Yeah, I accept that you were a drunk. Yeah, but there are rules here. Right, uh, and it's like, and she did that with her dad and her mm. dad's friends. You know what I mean? Like, there it was. She was not a pushover. No, she was accepting and uh, aware. Yeah, and also put limits. Yeah, and I think that's also love. And we don't see that a lot in love stories. We don't see Juliet. <laughs> putting boundaries on yeah. Romeo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she was very much like, no, 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 no. Uh, which I which I liked about yeah. uh, her That's version of this character. Yeah. Uh, she knew exactly what she was getting into and she loved him, yeah, with boundaries. I'm saying the same thing over and over. So we we talked about this on our pre-podcast, but I, I asked a question to you because I'm always looking for like different versions uh, as somebody who likes to write screenplays and likes to write. Mm-hmm. I thought the ending was pretty fast. I think as soon as he got out of rehab, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Act yeah. three was like, Brrrt, which is what act threes do. Right. No shame in the game. There was that moment where the manager told him, hey, you're an embarrassment. You're going to ruin her career. Right. It was really like sort of honest about it. And that right. really pushed him over the edge. My question to you, first question to you off the mic was what happened if that scene was rewritten? Not that it was bad for what mm-hmm. it is, but what if it was rewritten as the brother or as someone uh, who we had a closer relationship with. Right. Would that have had the same outcome or would that scene been different? See, I, I, I said, no, I don't think, so. it I wouldn't think have well, been I, a I, scene. it would have been a different scene. Mm-hmm. I think the outcome would have, I don't think he, he would have taken it seriously. He wouldn't have chosen when you hear suicide. honesty from someone you don't even know. That to me, that, that hits more at home than if you were to say something to me. Interesting. Honestly, like if you someone was just like, you're a fuck up, this is how you are, you're always going to be that way. Then you being like, we're concerned, you know, like, and I think you would attack it in a much more nurturing way. Mm-hmm. Like his brother probably would have been, uh, well, I mean, he wasn't, his brother wasn't, but also like, it was combative. They Like whenever he like attacked Bradley Jackson, Jackson always attacked back, right? Yeah. So I think. Yeah, and they're in their confrontations. Right. Them, yeah. So he would always like kind of defend himself and be like, I'm fucking not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. So you That's, think? Did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it would have been. So the manager, uh, although in all the incarnations of this, a manager or producer has been involved yeah. in this conversation in the other screenplays as well. I just feel like when you when you hear honestly from like a neutral person, kind of, I guess he wasn't totally neutral because he's more on Lady Gaga's side, but someone where you don't even mm-hmm. like, I just feel like it always hits you harder. Yeah, and we briefly touched about this. I think the first one is like that's sort of everybody's greatest fear as a human is like everybody has self doubt and self hate, and then to Hear it right. outside of your own voice. Right. No matter who it comes from. Now I understand what you're saying. Different degrees of relationship. Right. It's going to affect you differently. Right. But that's everybody's greatest fear. 
my shame come to life. Right. Looking straight back at me, right? right. I just wonder um, if it was the brother. Listen, I maybe it's because I really like them together. and I, They're they, great together. They, they, they really what together. a great pairing that I never saw. Yeah. I never would have saw those two together. As brother, a, brothers. Uh-uh, yeah. uh-uh. And they like... They even look like they could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the stealing of the voice was really perfect. I mean, good job, Anya. Uh, I don't know. I just wonder if it would have been a more dynamic scene. So this is what it seemed to happen to me with the ending. It seemed to hit him real fast. He made a decision right away. Mm -hmm. And that was the end. Right. As opposed to like the struggle. Now, I don't think the movie necessarily maybe needed it. Right. Again, I liked how the movie is. I'm just saying as a screenwriter, I've seen other moments like this manifest in sort of like deeper ways where the audience gets to see more. Right. Uh, and it would be interesting. I, w- I would just, if, if I was like doing a fan fiction, right. which usually is dirtier, I mean, it w- would be interesting to rewrite it and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was a good choice. I mean, the thing is you, you have a character who's never been optimistic ever in the whole, in the, every scene you see him and he's never really optimistic. You're talking then, about the manager? No, I'm talking about uh, Jackson. Oh, oh Jackson. And then he finally has moments of optimism and putting his life together, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden... That's interesting that you say that. I thought he was pretty optimistic. I didn't find him to be very optimistic at all. I didn't find him to be negative, but I didn't find him to be optimistic he towards himself. Saying, yeah, yeah. I think there was some self stuff. Like, yeah. He, he, but now he's finally being optimistic for himself, and he's mm-hmm. trying to make good, mm-hmm. and he thinks that like... Like he sees... He sees... like I, I don't think he ever like really owned up... I think he... It seemed like I mean he did own up to it. He said you know he he did his apologies and stuff, but he never really seemed seemed like he owned up to the fact that he was really the one that was in the way, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, "I'm sorry, I did this, all the stuff." He's saying this, but then all of a sudden you have somebody who's just like, "Dude, you f- you fucked that person up. Like you're fucking her career up. It's you." Yeah. Like it's not you're an alcoholic. It's you, dude. Yeah. I think maybe too. I think I'm a little in it. <laughs> Living with an alcoholic one time. That's nothing. <laughs> he fucked up once. He didn't fuck up once. He kept fucking up. Well, but it was like one big. But you know thing. what I mean. And I know it's I mean, a movie. It's a rock bottom. Yeah, it's a movie. You can't yeah. show this. But you know, you, we talk about Johnny Cash's career. I think the last one too. Like we see in the movie that there's like this one time where like June comes and help. But he went like at seventeen times. That shit happened. Right. You know what I mean. So it's like it seemed, and I know it's part of a movie, but there's this, this part of me that's like, one person, right. one person tells you you're a fuck up, and that's it. Right. And Lady Gaga's character has been told she's been ugly and shit forever. It just, you know what? It didn't seem like strength to me. Right. Now, I know he had mental illness. I'm not trying to like, listen. But he's also surrounded by people that are forgiving him all the time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? His yeah. brother forgave him. Uh, Lady Gaga kept forgiving him. Kept understanding this. It's fine. I understand. Yeah. This is kind I of guess this is what I signed AA. up for. People don't forgive you a lot. No. <laughs> like, so like, like one person. But they're like, okay, we'll give you another shot. And this guy's like, no, you don't get another shot. You're a fuck up. Yeah. But like, the other thing is, he could have been like, fuck you, I'm still going to go. You right. know what I'm trying to say? Like, and I know, different movie. Yeah. <laughs> you but know this is mean? when he finally made a decision to like get things right. Right? And he wants to get things right. And then all of a sudden he has this person being like, you're never going to get it right, man. Mm-hmm. No, I, this is I who get you it. are. I get it. It's supposed to Why be. Why even be here? I guess what I would have wanted is just a little more push. I yeah. still liked it. Yeah. I still liked it. But it, as it, my curiosity, like if you pushed so you a little more. you wanted him to be like, you should just murder yourself. <laughs> no. But like, you hide mistakes. Like, hey. <laughs> you just want to do it. Uh, <laughs> He's like, you just come over there just now? Yeah, a can lot. I, can I tell you a secret? I think you were a murderer yourself. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you a secret? I think you're doing a podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. 
So uh, I know that you didn't see the uh, documentary, but no. uh, Gaga five foot two. I think I might have saw it. It's old, right? Older. Older. Yeah, I think I, I, I might have saw it. Just on Netflix in 2017, I want to say. Because I was I was not a fan of Lady Gaga until I saw her live in concert, um, and that kind of changed my feeling on her. And then I started actually like, listening to her music instead mm-hmm. of just, or I started hearing her music instead of listening to it. And then I kind of changed my opinion. So I think I w- I did watch it when I had like a bad opinion of her. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I don't think it really stuck with me, but I want to rewatch it. Yeah, because she's incredible. Yeah, and listening to her talk like in these when we do the research and stuff, and watching her like talk just about her role and about her ideas and stuff, you're like, well, this this girl has a lot of things that she should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the li- Live Nation production, which is a production company that did her, the documentary, also did A Star Is Born, and it actually it has a very similar it's very look. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure because I didn't see the documentary just until. I wonder like, a couple if they were ago. signed on before. I don't know. In the documentary, there are balloons on her steps, and she says, "I got them from not." She says, "I'm doing a movie with Bradley." Oh, the documentary. In the documentary. Oh, interesting. It's, and she says, "A star is born." I'm doing a movie with Bradley. This is the company sent me these. Congratulations! There's just like star balloons all the way up her stairs. So it's. it's Do you think they purposely did that? I think you know. I mean, through the documentary, people are sending her flowers all the time. No, but do you think they like the production company's like this will be a setup to the movie? Nah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a prequel. I don't think it's a prequel. Was her but, dad Andrew Dice Clay? No, in the no. Movie? But her dad was very uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, you know, I mean, he Joe. He was an Italian. They do do like a christening or something in her family in the documentary. Yeah. It's amazing to see like, you know, like people in their real home. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because it looks like when people just treat them like they're not stars. Yeah, and also weird, like right? how they look. It looks like our family members. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they're just yeah, like, yeah. They're just like regular people with yeah, like regular weird? clothes. Like, oh, that's my. That's my niece yeah and you're like she lady was... gaga's your niece yeah 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 what are you gonna do she didn't give me a card for christmas uh it's like you she was wearing cards a, for christmas a meat dress yeah. yeah and now she's hanging out with her grandma who yeah. looks like every grandma you've ever met <laughs> weird um but uh, a lot mine, of the same industry prettiest in the whole entire world oh that's oh nice watch biodome grandma <laughs> A lot of the same sound and imagery is what I'm saying. So last time we talked about that Bradley Cooper wanted it to sound like there was massive sound and then silence because that's kind of the reality of living in this world. Yeah. And it really happened in this documentary. Really? And Lady Gaga commented on it. Was like, I'm going to go home and be alone. And, and she commented on the sound and everything. It was yeah. really interesting. And a lot of the way that it was shot, sort of that like you, not steady cam holding it, feeling like you're on stage. It looked really similar, the documentary. Really? And again, I didn't see this documentary when it came out. It was pretty yeah. fantastic. Also, a lot of the um, uh, her vocal, she doesn't seem like she's acting in the, m- in the movie. movie. Right. Watching this documentary. Now, a camera's in front of you. You're going to change a little. I'm not an idiot. Right. Uh, but it was very seemingly uh, naturally mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So like when Eminem played Eminem in 8 Mile. <laughs> well, I guess. Except for they were like... Mm, I like really how we likes- have momentum and then I go, I'm going to stop this. <laughs> stop this. Well, yeah, some parts of... Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't hate gay people or ladies that much. He doesn't hate gay people and ladies. I know he has friends with Elton John. I know. Which is feeling like, well, I have one gay friend. <laughs> so I can well, be I'm like cool. that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I brought up something I didn't want to bring up. Uh, <laughs> Welcome know, to the podcast. You just try to make a really Jonah weird connection and then all of a sudden you're down this road now. <laughs> oh, you but anyway. You, <laughs> you can tell me something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so how did you feel? Um, go ahead what you're saying. So she did. you have a lot of notes there. 
No, no. I, 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 I cried. Did you write those notes in the theater by yourself? I didn't because I always wanted to pretend I was like a, critic. a theater critic and yeah. have like a lighted pen. Yeah. So people be like, ooh, what's she writing? And no one like, gives a shit. Doing Stop doing I'm trying to watch that movie. Were people talking in the movie? Yeah, so the people uh, behind me, like I said, were really emotionally. I don't like, like real inquisitive chatty. people watching movies. When they're like, what's that? Who's what's going on doing? here? What's yeah, going on? I don't like that either. I Watch the movie. They're going to fucking tell you. I saw the first, yeah. I saw the first Spider Man in the theater with my friend and his girlfriend, and she was real inquisitive. You know what I don't like? When people look at you to respond. Oh, I do that. I hate it, Jonah. Oh. When people are like, oh, there's a funny part, and they like look at you. And oh, I'm like, I need that. I'm like, look at the movie. I am constantly doing that. I. Hate it really? so much. Whenever like, I watch stand up with somebody, I always look at them. Is that funny? Oh my god, I hate it. I'm laughing. Are you laughing? I hate it. I hate it. I'm like the fourth wall. Build the fourth wall. <laughs> Don't look at me. There was well, oh my this god. guy to left nuts. of me was man spreading. I guess you want to say, <laughs> and he was bawling his eyes out the mm-hmm. whole time, and it was really annoying. And then I had a lot of things going on when I saw the movie. And then this guy it was like a bigger dude, uh, went to get popcorn or refills popcorn, and he came back. And he was in the, I was in the middle of the row. He's like ready to kind of cross the aisle, but you could tell he was like waiting for the right moment. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't be Blocking. interrupt us. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he wouldn't block us, which is funny because then he decides to shuffle through, but he shuffles through with the most amount of steps in the smallest amount of space I've ever seen in my, it was like, like a cartoon. It sounded like this. Yeah. Yeah. You said this in the first yeah, podcast. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It was just like this thing that took my attention <laughs> and then he like eclipsed the movie for a very long time. With tiny little, yeah. uh, like, Tom and Jerry feet. Not even sorry. He was like, <laughs> it was like the silliest thing in the whole entire world. You gotta, you gotta steal I kind of hate seeing things with people sometimes. See? Go by yourself. Well, then I hate it more because I'm more aware of the people that's... Because, like, when I go to see with somebody, I'm more concerned about them. I'm not concerned about the people to the left. I'm concerned about... I, they always sit to my right. I like being on the left. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I you know it's a, it used to be a guy thing, which I'm glad is kind of stopped. Is the seat in between? Yeah, so dumb. I always hated Way that. Waste a seat. Yeah, you can't sit next to me. Yeah, I'm gonna touch your dick. I'm not gonna touch your dick. Yeah, it's so strange to me I that mean, if that, you want me to, I will. <laughs> if it's open invitation, yeah. but that like that's intimacy. A sitting, sitting next, next to each, each other. other. Like, we just sat on the couch together. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like I people know. can be like those two guys sitting together. Yeah, it's crazy though. Like uh, yeah. being a dude is weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's like those I, two I, strangers I mean, are talking a lot. They're having a connection. They're probably falling in love. Yeah. Like, there's a oh, seat no, in between We're two you. humans sitting next to each sitting other. Sitting next to each other. You sit next to people on the bus. We're also, you're taking a seat away from somebody. Yeah. That's it's frustrating. Rude. It's very rude. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I'm glad too. Well, that assigned seating, nip that right in the butt. Hell Another yeah. pro. And then with these big seats that recline. Yeah. Oh, Jonah. Cause I oh, by the way. Can I t- oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So when I when I saw Halloween and I switched this, the, all the seats, guess what happened? We ended up going to the same, to, to two seats, and I was the only seat in the goddamn theater that didn't have the control to recline my seat. Oh, bummer. So I was the only one sitting straight up while everyone else is all taking a nap. You, you erect loser. And I kept looking back at the people... They're probably 16 years old. I'm afraid of them. 35. And they're like. You, Youth is scary. Yeah. Numbskulls. Numbskulls. What were um, you going to ask me? Well, sorry? speaking of like different movie theaters with like fancy stuff. So I had a, I had like a, some downtime in the loop and I had to be back in the loop. Right. So I had like four hours. We're talking Chicago people. We're talking Chicago loop downtown. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to I'm going to go see a movie. And this was a while ago. And so the block 37 or whatever, you know, they have all those shops down on state. We okay. can go to like Zara. They have yeah. a movie theater on like the fourth floor. Oh. And it was a dine-in movie. 
Oh, nice. There's like wait staff. Yeah. And like you have a whole table. Oh, I had no amazing. idea. And I'm like, do I have to order food here? She's like, no, you don't have to order food. Yeah. But it was getting like fucking bug- hamburgers and Were shit. Like, have you seen my date? They're supposed to meet you. <laughs> no. But I was like, <laughs> what? This is crazy. It- I had no idea. Full on meal. Really? Now I know uh, for some reason I was like, this is the drive in? Like, yeah. uh, I've never been to a movie Does theater like that. Does Draft House do that? Maybe. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of theaters like that in the Midwest, which I like. That's finally coming here. Yeah, I mean, full on. But you could What'd also you recline. I think it was Ocean's Eight. This was a while oh, ago. How'd you feel about that? I was okay. I mean, yeah. it was exactly what it was supposed to be. I mean, yeah. those movies are supposed to be like, oh, look, look at this crazy fun we're having. <laughs> <laughs> we're crazy. We're having a great time. So you reclined a little bit? It's weird, right? I don't like reclining next to people who are mowing down on fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Did you like cuddle up and look at them the whole time? <laughs> I'd be like, do you like that? Oh, God. Uh, dude, were you like noticing them? Nothing is worse than noticing somebody, the sound that somebody makes when they eat. Yeah, it is jarring. That. It's not ASMR. People disagree. Uh, I had, mukbang. That's, I had there's a, a whole thing on YouTube. Mukbang? Mukbang. Well, people either have a conversation or they'll just film themselves eating. Gross. And so you can hear like... And they have more likes than... They have more views than we've ever had. Oh, my God. They have millions of followers. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I think some of it's a little fetishy, you know? But I am not into it because there's like a... Like Tickled. Have you seen that documentary? No, but I hear it's, it's crazy. Good. Check it out. Uh, I don't like that. The constant sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The smacking. The smacking. Like and when you hear like, somebody like needs a little water, you're like, oh, I hate that. And I said that to Jason once. I'm like, a friend of ours, I'm like, I can't stand the way that they, they, they eat soup. And he like stopped. I'm like... You can't stand the way I eat soup. Oh, really? And I, I really oh, do this. No. And he's like, yeah, sometimes it's annoying. I'm like, what? I also click my teeth. Oh, with the spoon? The spoon. Uh, people hate uh, it. Or like a fork. I'll be like. Nothing. Uh, it drives them crazy. I hate that sound. This whole time, I had no idea. When they do that, when they do that. um, I love it. Oh, God. How else do you eat? No. Do you like eat with your lips? How do you, you don't have to bite into when I when I feel the fork on my tooth, I want to throw up. Ugh. See, I think I have strong teeth because I'm like I have strong teeth too, but like my doctor told me that, and my dentist told me that, and, uh, and then he murdered himself because the suicide rate is very high in dentist, dentistry because they see people rotting. Anyways, so uh, back to happy stuff. Uh, <laughs> All over the joint. No, you don't like when I when I, when I watch a movie or a television show and they add that fucking sound in there. You don't like it. Why would you do that to me in my ears? <laughs> I have surround sound. I heard that in five different speakers. <laughs> now I know your what weakness. What is wrong with you? People also don't like the sound of boots crunching on snow. I love it. I like that sound. Yeah, but the That's same a thing. Very like, fun sound. I don't mind the like that. Uh, I don't mind it. No. I don't also notice now. I do because Jason notices all the time. Sorry, I'm holding this in my armpit. You can't tell. Where like when you cut and you can hear a scrape. Uh, Sometimes it's bad. I hate that sound. But even the tiniest one, he's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Are you? Are you kidding me?" You do it to him when he sleeps. No, <laughs> it's it, it drives him bananas. You don't like you you don't mind that sound. I don't notice it. Ugh. I don't notice it. And it's weird. Because I'm hyper aware of that sound. I hate it so the, much. The scrap, the scraping. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really Gross. notice it. We're going to uh, Boca coming up just to celebrate that we wrote our screenplay. And you're going to Boca. I love that place. No, just the way you're saying it. Oh, is it bad? What are you? What are you? Fifty six. <laughs> Boca. We're going to Boca. Well, it's like a nice place. We got a gift certificate. We're going to five. Oh, we got a gift certificate. It's very lovely. The chicken. Oh, delicious. Um, but now I'm going to try to do it on purpose. Just to see if he's easier. Why would you do that to? Why would you do it to him? But more importantly, everybody around you is hearing that too. Scrape. Ugh. Scrape. Yeah. Don't tell me your weakness. I, I will hate, use it against you. You know, what I hate is uh, a mouthful 
trying to chew when you have too much in your mouth while breathing through your nose. Oh, yeah. Is it snorfly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how my roommate used to, used to eat. Oh, it's just the most disgusting thing. Yeah. I don't like um, when people drink out of straws and use their tongue first. They're like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I do that. I don't like that at all. I, I love Kristen Clifford. She's a comedian who moved to LA. Yeah. I could she not take that. it. Oh. My cousin Steph too. Delightful ladies. Yeah. But they like use their tongue too much with straws. How do you feel about ice chewers? Love I'm an it. ice chewer. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I don't realize how loud it is. Oh my God. I like, love people it. People are like, what are, you chew- what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you can hear this? They're like, yeah. Yeah. It's of course. a block of solid Doesn't it hurt material. your ear while you do it? I'm like, it kind of does. Because I can hear it from here. <laughs> I love it. And I feel like it's just because I have a little bit of like um, extra energy. So yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I've been, I dig I've been it. chewing straws a lot the last oh, no. couple of years of my life. Yeah. Well, you can't do that bad for I the know. environment. I know. And I was like, paper is gross. Yeah. Well, I got these glass straws. Also, Jason hates the noise of it. He's a sensitive fellow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like the sound either. I like clinky, clinky, I have the, clinky. Metal, I have the metal ones when it hits my tooth. <laughs> oh, I love the clinky sound, though, because I feel like I'm having a cocktail. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Clinky, clink, 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 That's a, clink, he doesn't clink, like that sound? Mm-mm. Jason's got some issues. He, he's a sensitive man. Oh, yeah, is he? He's a sensitive Poor man. little Jason's. Um, you know what? And the other thing is, like, he was, like, told when he was a kid that his opinion matters. <laughs> where oh, I was, off. Where <laughs> I was like, nobody cares, show oh. your face. So if something's bothering me, it will, I will, like, pent it all up. Okay. Pent it all up. And this is not healthy. The way you set that up seemed like you were a real catty bitch. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Uh, he's when the, he was still younger, he was told, his opinion matters? No, <laughs> no. It's the right way. No, to I, do know, it. no I know. No, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, so I was like, I can never say my opinion, and now I'm like, it's bothering me. You know? And he's like, whoa, you could have just told me what's happening. I'm like, no, you're not. You can't say you're what like, bothers you. How long were you thinking that? Two months. Two, no, try seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. So he'll, if something bothers him, he'll be like, oh hey, can you maybe not make that noise? It's kind of irritating. And I'm like, are we getting a divorce? Yeah. Because it feels like this is confrontation. Do you get upset like that? Uh, I used to. Oh, I dated I didn't, a girl. Whenever I, I would say something I didn't, uh, hey, that kind of bothers me, she would flip the fuck out. Yeah, because you're... you're like, I'm not saying you're wrong. You you don't know how to deal... You haven't been taught how to deal with like real... I didn't. I wasn't taught that in my house. Like yeah. either you get your face cracked or you shut up. Yeah. So if there's like somebody tells you your opinion, you're like waiting for something to happen, so you get defensive. Right. Because you don't know how real conflict is resolved. Right. right yeah. It's fucking crazy. Mm. But yeah, not anymore. Now I'm like, I understand your feelings, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel. Yeah. Hand me the stick. Okay. <laughs> I feel. I make fun of it. It's very helpful. I don't have a stick, but you know, telling your feelings. Jason's got a big old stick. Hey yo. No, we're not. not. How would Jason feel about the movie? Let's go back to the movie. Oh, Jason, how would he feel about the movie? That's a good question. You know, uh, sometimes I'm on point with what Jason likes, and sometimes I'm way off, man. Really? So he's very... uh, Entourage-y. No. (laughs) No. No. I watched Entourage. You know what Entourage? My mother. Really? She loved it. I watched Entourage because I thought it was a study of war. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to study how this fucking life is. Do you see the Bobby Moynihan sketch about the Entourage? No. Where they were making fun of it. Where they're like, next on Entourage. Hey, I don't think he's going to get the movie. And then he's like, he got the movie. <laughs> Accurate. And then the week after that, I don't think he's going to get the movie. Mm-hmm. He got the movie. And then boobs, 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 yeah. boobs. Ugh. Uh, ugh. Any snooze. I think he would like it. I think it might be a very uh, on, for Jason, Star is Born, it might be very on point for him. How so? He he likes a little... Uh, like murder himself? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just in general, What if you made him watch wise. a movie and he killed himself? No. How would you feel about that? I would think... Yeah, I would be very But upset. what if he did that and all of a sudden you became a famous comic? 
No, it doesn't have that way. That's I how much he loves you. I do believe that some things have to die for other things to be born, but I right. think more for me, it's like an internal thing. Okay. Like you have to let go of something. Right. Let go of doubt. You know, that's one of the things I like thematically about this movie. They put it into this, I'll get back to Jason in a second. They uh-huh. put it into this very like, she's this way, he's this way, he has to die so she can grow, right? Uh-huh. I do think as artists, that does happen in a cyclical cycle. But it doesn't have to be that dramatic. You do have to let people go, or, or like people. You have to let your inner shit go yeah. for other things to be born. I do think that is a thing in art. Yeah. I just don't think it has to be this 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 symbolic and right. this dramatic. Yeah. So how would Jason like it? I think he likes a little more subtextual stuff. Like gotcha. he's a big Cohen brother ending okay. endings that are like what? Yeah. I think he would like a lot of the themes. But uh, but uh, walking into the movie, we talked about pre podcast podcast. Is that uh, since you kind of knew? Well, also you saw the movies before, yeah, which I, I didn't. Do. So I didn't know the ending. Mm-hmm. But you, and we had this big conversation about it. You did a mm-hmm. lot of research. You saw a lot of the subtext going into mm-hmm. him hanging himself, correct? Yeah. So there's that one, and it's not very subtle. There's one when he's in the very, very beginning, getting into the bar before he even meets Allie, Lady Gaga character, where there's like um, a billboard on his right side when he rolls down his window. It's like a rainbow, and there are three nooses. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for stuff Skittles? Like that. What was it for? Yeah, for Skittles. Taste the rainbow and then hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what it was for. It just, it just showed that yeah. moment. Have you seen the new Skittles commercial where they're milking a giraffe? No, Skittles commercials and are Geico commercials weird. are bananas. Yeah. yeah. They're weird. I would love to be in the writer's room because it's like, what happens? Hey, you guys remember smallpox? Yeah. Yeah. Wiped out uh, generations of people. Cool. Skittles pox. What happens if they're Skittles? And it's hilarious. Yeah. Cool. You know, I don't think they're doing smallpox, Kels. I think they're doing chickenpox. What's what does it matter? Chickenpox, everybody gets. Oh. Have you had chickenpox? I have. See, yeah, you got it. I have not had smallpox. Right. Because I had not a vaccine. Making fun of smallpox. I'm making fun of chickenpox. <laughs> Why are we debating? Why do you this? have to go so deep? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Hey, it's next weird. week on Skittles commercials. We're yeah. Gonna... It's weird. Geico yeah. also weird. Very weird. I like it. That's cool. Anyways, so Jason, so it's two in your face for Jace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I think it's still like it, but I think that would probably be one of the things he's like, yeah. How, how'd you feel uh, having an alcoholic father? How did you feel about uh, Bradley Cooper's portrayal of an alcoholic? Oh, that's a I good thought question. it wasn't over the top. I, I get very upset about people's. Like, I thought, this is going to sound interesting, but I thought Nicolas Cage was over the top, too, uh, in uh, uh, Leaving Las Vegas. I know this is going to... points. Yeah. This is going to shock you because we never talk about this movie ever on our podcast, Warrior. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or The Warrior. I always say it wrong. You always correct me Uh, because you're a real dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) I think Nick Nolte is probably the closest to my dad. When he gets drunk. About the and not drunk because sometimes Nick Nolte acts very much like a dry drunk in yeah. my opinion. He still has the mood swings. Yeah. He still has the like broodiness and then yeah. explosions even when he's not drunk. Yeah, that is my dad. A little mopey about it and then still scary right. <laughs> and potentially wildly violent and then crying. Very up and down. You're just crazy about that movie too, thematically speaking or whatever uh, connection wise. Is that he also was re- recovering and his his son wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And he just says, you're always going to be a drunk. And guess what happens? He fucking relapses. Yeah. Well, there's this thing, this mind thing too, where like y- y- you, uh, where studies are showing now more and more and what's helping with a- addiction and other things is like, obviously it's very eye-rolly some people, but this positive self-talk mm-hmm. you, you're saying like, I'm not a drunk. 
Right. I'm not an alcoholic as opposed to an AA. You say I am an alcoholic. Like there's this ownership. Right. But this really reframing because if you keep saying I am a smoker. Right. I'm not going to smoke today. I don't want to smoke. Instead of you're saying I am not a smoker. Right. You're declaratively choosing to be something else. Right. And it is very hard if you keep beating yourself up or you keep getting these external forces that are saying you are something. You right. are something. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, I'm not. That's why I'm you actually allow not. people to change. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. I think what, we're all different. Yeah. And I think what we happens were, is. Uh, 10 years ago. Totally. It's very vulnerable because you don't. You want to believe you can change. And you don't want to disappoint somebody. And on the other side, you don't want to trust someone again and have them fail again. And you feel like a fool. Right. I mean, it's a very. It's hard for both a, ends. Oh, it's a fucking crazy situation. But I think so, if you're constantly. Yeah. T- but you can also be like, I don't trust you. Right. You've hurt me. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly like, you're not going to change. This is who you are. That, yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah. And then also, like, especially when you're coming from a movie like uh, Warrior, when you have somebody, a child who is forever, is forever, uh, I don't want to say broken, affected mm-hmm. by who you were. And then you say you're not. It's almost like ghosting a child, you know, there's this thing about like alcoholic children. Many people is Cassandra complex. You don't believe yourself that it really happened and mm-hmm. other people don't believe you. So then having the actual person say, I don't do that anymore. It almost invalidates all the, the pain. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you forgive yourself. Your alcoholic people forgive you. What yeah. about me? Yeah. There's it's so complicated, man. Yeah. And so so to your original point, your original question, the Bradley Cooper character was too glamorous. <laughs> Too, gla- too glamorous. Even though he's pissing himself and all of those things. Yeah. There's this idea of like he could go anywhere he wants. There's all this money. That is very foreign to me in my world yeah. of alcoholism. This idea, which I know it exists in the world. Right. Like alcohol and drug addiction it does knows no class, knows no race. It'll, right. It'll get you. But that to me, it seemed like, well, at least you're getting a helicopter. <laughs> Like, you know but what I, I, mean? I think it's the opposite where people just are like, yeah, so you you are famous and you are so important that we're just putting up with this. Mm-hmm. So it's finally or when we'll be blind eye. Right. So finally, when his 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 career is declining, that's when finally people are like, we're fucking sick and tired of you being like this. Yeah. Dude. Although, to be fair, again, in this incarnation, he was very famous still. Yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? Like in the other incarnation, he can't get a job. You know what that's I mean? the thing I struggled with in this in this movie. Not struggled, but the, that was interesting because all of a sudden he's selling out arenas. He's doing really well. He still like, is. Everybody knows who he is, right? And then all of a sudden he's not happy where he's at creatively. He meets Lady Gaga. It has this whole resurgence of of this artwork he's doing. He's collaborating with her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's forgotten out of the blue. Yeah, but I don't know because yeah, that, that is it is confusing because then feel all like, of a sudden he's not he's only playing that one guitar. There's only that one guitar. moment, but it seemed like such a and it really just seemed like a favor to his brother. Technically, I think the way that they make a they make it it seem mm-hmm. he could still sell out arenas. Right, he could still do it. He's just not. Yeah, and then he did a favor for his brother, and for whatever reason, him being behind the scenes in one instance. Do you think it was because of like okay so like in uh, Steve Martin's book uh, Born Standing Up did you read it yes okay so what I thought was interesting in that book uh, if you ever read it you don't need you'll still understand what I'm saying is that when he's decided to quit stand up is when he was selling out all these arenas he was doing really well but then all of a sudden he looks down and he sees something he's never seen before an empty seat right and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he's like this is how I, this is this is the downfall I've hit my peak right mm-hmm. and then he quits mm-hmm. is that kind of like what's going on here. Where he's like doing really well, he has resurgence, and all of a sudden he's a front runner, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, we have this new young star 
who's going to sing now, and we just want you to play guitar in the background. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's very subtle. but Like, that's the first, like, he, so he sees his future. Yeah, I, I think... I think the way that maybe the way that I interpreted it was he's like um, a, a very recent aging lion. So the ear, yeah. the ear thing is really the thing. He knows it's all downhill. He's 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 aging, right? And he's not going to be the top anymore, right? So maybe maybe yeah. that's a good analogy, you, you know, because he still is, mm-hmm. but he's never going to get it back. Yeah, but I the think, thing that I confused think, me about him is like he wasn't in it for the fame, supposedly. He's in it for the art. Yeah, but but I think he also understands that his art's in, in decline. Mm, yeah. So he decides to kill himself while he's still on top. While he's still on top, kind of. Yeah, so maybe. So do you think it was also a selfish act? So he's still remembered as being. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot. There's. It's a complex. Right. Potentially. Because like that, the goodbye show or whatever where she sings at that's sold out theater yeah well and his brother's character sam elliott's character was saying like hey he you know he was talking about his relationship with them playing his albums again mm-hmm. um so you know people i'm sure his like sales spiked and all this stuff mm-hmm. and all. well and then you know it's, it's interesting if you mention death or suicide and fame because it is not something that's uh, unusual right and you do see people you know something something like marilyn monroe yeah. right James Dean. I mean, those are, are sort of iconic. It's like they'll never age. They'll never die. Right. They're they're legends. They're, again, there's this glamour and this see romance. Like, you see something like Liz Taylor, yeah. who aged. Elvis, yeah, aged. Yeah. Or you see like uh, uh, Robert De Niro in Bad Grandpa. Yeah. Or even Robert De Niro in Raging Bull, where they talk similar. Yeah. Where it's like you age. Yeah. And. And there is this sort of this romance of like burning bright mm-hmm. and dying out yeah. and this like glamour of youth. And one right. of the things I liked about the Lady Gaga documentary is she very much said, I want to be an old woman, a rock and roll woman. I was a girl. Share. Yeah. Or like I was a girl and now I'm a woman. Like imagine what else I'll learn yeah. if I keep going. Yeah. Uh, and that. And that to me is, I have like a lot of respect for that. Like, yeah. again, I, I think I'm just in a different place in my life as well. Like I've never, and again, my parents' romance was very, you yeah. know, and, and I saw that there are negatives to that. Yeah, It doesn't seem, the chaos doesn't seem romantic to me. I think I respect and I have a, a greater, I don't know, like growing old together is harder. Yeah. And I respect it. Yeah. More, even if the the glamour is gone, right. you know. And there's also on on the other side of that, there's that scene. Listen, Clint Eastwood, I think is problematic as a word of the day. He's a great storyteller, mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood. And in the Million Dollar Baby, where she's like, I hated that movie. With that moment, though, like this is what we're talking about. That moment of like, don't let. I can hear the cheers now. Yeah. I can still hear them. Don't let them go away. Right. She wants to be remembered in that moment. She doesn't want to be paralyzed forever. Right. Uh, and I think it's a similar situation, you know? Yeah. And who am I to say, well, I respect you more if you stay alive and can't walk. I'm an asshole. No, of course right. that's not what I'm saying. But I think that's a similar thing of like, I want to leave a legacy. The problem is when you, you're you dead, you're fucking dead. Yeah. And I guess maybe I just like life too much. I want to stick yeah. around. Me too. Anyway. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to talk about next week, Jonah? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Mm, I was going to be like, scary Halloween movies, but we're too late. It's uh, already a day late. Well, uh, a lot of you guys don't know. We pre-podcast. Uh, we can totally talk about scary movies because uh, I've never been so ho- into Halloween before, except for this year, right? I don't know why. And then my friend Joe was like, we should have a Halloween 
like B eighties movie night. Mm-hmm. We should do that all night. We'll watch. It. I'm like, oh, we should totally do that. So I got really excited about it, and then I ended up buying fifteen fucking eighties. Jonah Jerkins films. way. I bought Slumber Party Massacre, <laughs> one, two, and three. Whoa, yeah, it's a lot. If you want to talk part problematic, if you want to talk about eighties movies, and then add horror genre. Well, to he kills 80s people movies? with a huge drill. Yuck. Looks like a dick. I don't like it. Yeah. He's just drilling ladies left and right. I'm probably not going to watch those. That's cool. <laughs> but I also like slumber parties and I don't want it to ruin it. Oh, yeah. It's actually, uh, is it for a campiness, it's a pretty great movie. So we're not doing greatest, Great British Bake Off. We're going to maybe do horror movies. I don't care. <laughs> you seem pumped. Uh, we could also just do a great thing of like, what have you been watching lately? Sure. Because I've been consuming a lot of TV. I haven't have been, been sleeping lately. Yeah, yeah. And so I know I can see in your face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you probably can't. I can't. Uh, a lot of Netflix. The Bodyguard, Wonderlust. Bodyguard, Whitney not Whitney Houston. Houston. Oh. Bodyguard is a BBC movie with um, John Snow's brother Rob Snow. I don't know uh, the actor's name. Okay. Uh, where he's like a bodyguard for this political woman, and then he's also an ex-vet, and like things get crazy. Uh. Some of it's an issue um and then uh wonderlust which is a uh, tony collette who i love oh yeah i wanted to see that um it's good it starts out episode five talking about therapy stuff is maybe one of the best therapy scenes of a movie i've ever seen really it's really good did you ever watch in treatment yes with gabriel Byrne. yes i have i don't think that's how therapy really goes but I it was interesting know. to watch yeah um and this is a little dramatized therapy as well. Do you see Adam Sandler's new special? No, 100%. It's pretty good. I didn't. I Watch didn't it. see it. I don't know. I can't. I, want, I would like to talk to you about that maybe next podcast because I don't know if it's nostalgia is why I like it so much or because I actually think it's great. I had a hard time watching Billy Madison again. Oh, I did not. I, that still holds up to me 100%. I, I, I cringed what, and got like 12 minutes in and I was like, part? fuck it. Uh, I mean, it's, First it's sophomoric minutes. humor, but it's still funny. I, the no, I could, even the tone of his voice, like shampoo is wet. I was like, oh. I can't fucking take it. Oh man, I, I love that I'm movie. Out. I'm I out. still love that movie. I could not do it, Jonah. Really? I couldn't do it, and it wasn't like watching Sixteen Candles where I'm like, I am so offended, and I just didn't yeah. know as a kid this was some horrific shit. It wasn't that. So it was like watching like these YouTubers. It was like uh, of, like YouTubers now. No, it was like uh, it was too dumb. Like, I don't know what it is. I was like, I couldn't, I don't know. And I liked it. There's some funny lines in there. Yeah. Wait, Meg Ryan, now, wait, Jack Nicholson now or 1976? Jack Nicholson now or 1976? They're like, uh, who'd you rather have sex with, Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? And he's like, Jack Nicholson now or 1976? <laughs> oh, I don't remember and that. And then one. they go, 1976. He goes, oh, Meg Ryan. Was it <laughs> so, 12 minutes after the movie? Because yeah. I definitely stopped watching. It was right when they threw the, um, the I can go word for word that movie, right when they threw the uh, I saw that after soft uh, after baseball practice, mm. middle school. Yeah, and I've probably seen it a hundred times since Dang. then. Yeah, I, I think, think that would be. I probably watch it. Uh, hundreds a lot. I I probably watch it in twice that, a year. In that time period, the time period of movies. 20. So I've seen it at least fifty times. Tommy, I watch Tommy Boy more than any of those other movies. Tommy Boy was my favorite. I always of that think I don't genre. like that movie, and then I watch it. And I go, oh, this movie's great. I always forget how much I like that. I movie. mean, Dad stuff. Oh yeah. Dad stuff. For you, yeah. Yeah, for everybody, Jonah. <laughs> for you, yeah. <laughs> no, Jonah. Hey. Jonah. Hey. hey. I just hey. wanted to look at you one last time. 
and say dad stuff for everybody. Hey, it wasn't dad I looked up to. It wasn't dad I idolized with you. <laughs> I had a hard time understanding Fuck, that, that part. that was hard. Um, How'd you feel? Okay, so last question. We're never going to leave. <laughs> no, because I could watch I, I've been talking about this movie for, I don't know, a month straight. Yeah, so. which is good. Because Jonah, I feel like this movie is good. It's great. It is a good movie. But there's only, I think there's a lot of things to take away from it. Um, well, creatively, it fucked me up. A hundred percent. Like you were like shit or get off the pot. You well, also that, know or, that it is a story. I didn't story. feel like what's that? It's not real life. I know, but it doesn't mean you can't. You can't neither be, is reality TV. But I still take there's still takeaway moments and everything. Um, I think you can be inspired by it, but it it, it made you go downward spiral. You thought I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. No, it just made me feel like I'm not. I'm not. Uh, when he's like, if you're not, if you have nothing to say, you got no legs to stand on. And I don't feel like I'm saying what I want to say. So that's and then also seeing like, like. Um, when he was like, I took your voice, like his brother's voice, who was a lead singer of their band originally, mm-hmm. but then he just never made it because he just had nothing to say, mm. right? So then all of a sudden he's like this manager in the background, picking up after his brother all the time. Yeah, making it really happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, how sad was that when he's like, I told you a year ago, you're too fucking drunk to remember. Yeah, that was Jesus a realistic Christ. drunk moment. Yeah, where you get in a fight and you're like, uh. We fucking had this conversation. We had this conversation. That reminds me of my dad. Yeah, and I was just always picking him up. That was insane too. Like I thought it was like holy shit, was when she first talks to that manager, and then she's so excited, and she wants to talk to him about this whole new step in her career. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. And he's like really trying to listen to her, and he just fucking passes out. I mean, puts the bread in her face. Or is that another scene? That's the, I think it's a different scene. This yeah. is the scene where he's like. Yeah, and he's like listening, and he just fucking falls down off. Yeah, and then she, then it's not about her anymore. It's all about him. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she also said, "Don't worry, this this always happens." Yeah, is that that moment? I think I think, yeah, I think so. we're getting our moments confused, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, there are a lot of drunk moments where you're like, Ugh. yeah, I thought this Yikes. was like a perfect portrayal, and also even like the fact that he made him kind of rosy cheeked. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a good sway. Oh, and I like Dave Chappelle. We talked about this in the first one. That was so oh, Chappelle's great. Michelle, Chappelle, I mean, I laughed out loud. And he's like, yeah, I didn't even know I missed until I saw you passed out over there. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I good. told you, we talked about pre-podcast, or the last podcast, right? About how Bradley, they're friends yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is funny where it was like... <laughs> Uh, Chappelle's monologue in SNL when he's like, it was uh, I was at the Obama house. It was like me, a bunch of black people, and Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper's got to be like, yeah, oh god, to be at the Obama house, what a dream. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Do you ever see that parallel video? It, it, it's it's bad bringing it up now because who I'm going to mention, but like how Lucy K's on um some podcast and he's just like anybody talks during the uh uh. Yeah, I know you're talking about yeah, isn't the it? actor studio. Yeah, he goes the actor studio. He goes. Nobody ever becomes famous. If you're asking Sean Penn a question. Yeah. you're never gonna fucking become famous. And all of a sudden, cut to Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper asking Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah. yeah, it's a and great scene. It was on a shit. talk show that, that it was on a talk show. He so Louis C.K. was on where they like showed it. Yeah, right or something. I forget. But um, you know what's interesting? I thought which was interesting because this is after I saw Star Is Born. Like he legitimately asked. Um, Sean Penn, a really good question, and I've never seen, he was, like, so laser-focused in on what he had to say, mm. and he's so, like, I have a whole new respect for uh, Bradley Cooper as an artist after this movie, and you can really see the fire in his eye as as the art of, to me, it seemed like he was just, like, a pretty boy that wanted to be, that wanted to be an actor, but no, he's an artist that wants to tell tell something, right? Mm. And you can see that in his question to Sean Penn. I thought it was really interesting. Where I'm like, holy shit, like that's 
yeah, that's the guy that that made this movie. Mm. Cool. That, <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I, I didn't see that. That's yeah. cool though. Like, He's got long hair. Looks like a dumb dumb. But <laughs> take it. Jonah does a take back. <laughs> yeah, but and I think it's also too this this guy got casted as like the best friend in every romantic comedy, and he just somehow broke through that. Yeah. Um, what were we talked about last time? I'm Every sorry, time that gurgled. thing happens, I don't know if it's me or you. It's me, I okay. think. I felt it in my throat. Yeah. I have a lot of throat gurgles. Yeah. It goes like, Call them herpes. Herpes, yeah. Herpes. Yeah. What we talked about too is like he was in like What Had American Summer. That was the first movie. And then he was an alias and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. yeah. But it's good that you have that. That I mean, maybe that's what it ha- has to happen for some folks. Like you get that pretty boy face and you get in, you get the money and then you have some power and then you can do what you really want to do. Yeah. It's kind of like... Um... Who said that? Some actor was like, okay, I'll do this movie for me, but then I, I'll i do two movies for me, and then I get to do one for myself. Yeah, I'm sure I've, a lot of people George Clooney said that. Out. Somebody said that. I know John Cassavetti's old school guy did a lot of that stuff. He yeah. used the studio, got movies done, and then did cut shit up in his uh, garage because yeah. that's what he really wanted to do. Isn't it crazy yeah. how like you, you can have that much clout where you can do that? Yeah. In, in an industry that anybody will do anything for. You know what I mean? Yeah. George Clooney too. It was like, was it this year? It wasn't. He was like one of the highest paid men in Hollywood, but not because he hasn't acted in a movie in like four years. Yeah, it's he's like a producer, producer, and his tequila company. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I think tequila say company those, is like uh, crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Kind of like an entourage. Gross. <sighs> Let's not talk about entourage anymore. It's <laughs> Six the worst. degrees of entourage. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Well, I think we did it, Jonah. Yeah. We talked for a long time. I peed and then I have to pee again. So, uh, last last thing you want to say about Star Is Born? Uh, I love it. I can't wait for the other remake because I'm sure they're going to redo it again. <laughs> I know it's going to suck. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think people thought thought this one wasn't going to be that great. How'd you feel about the choices of uh, last question? Sorry. How'd you feel about the choices of the pop music? You mean her pop music? It was intentionally generic. Yeah. Like listen to it, it's like shit. It's kind of crazy how they. Yeah, I know that you said that in the first podcast. I didn't think they were terrible. They weren't I mean, terrible, but if you listen to it, it's not like what she normally does. And it is like cookie cutter. Yeah, I think she was... Well, she's clearly said that she's not playing herself. And I think the character of Allie would just kind of get swept up in it and kind yeah. of do whatever. Uh, I thought it was a really great choice, I think, to because all the music is really great in the soundtrack. But I thought it was an interesting choice to like kind of like to intentionally make it kind of generic. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not Lady Gaga music. No. Because we talked about this before, too. Again, sorry repeating yourself, but she doesn't fuck around with her pop music. No. She's got something to say. Yeah. And does it in a very... That's why she's got legs to stand on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right we got to end on that. It's cool, good. You got to do, uh, do a voice. I don't know how hey, to uh, hey. Hello? <laughs> here's, hey, my, uh, here's my Sam Elliott. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. How are you? Brother. Daddy, I told you a year ago. <laughs> Let me see if I do it. Uh, hey, my fucking... Let's go. Uh, hey, my, my friend's here, and she sings a pretty song, and I think it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's Just good. Trust me. It's How, good. How'd you like the love you? First time he says the love you is right before he he, push, he gets her to do her song solo. Her second one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. No, no, no complaints. For a solo song, though. Right? That's when she's on the piano. Yeah. 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 I love you. Mm-hmm. Always remember it this way. That's the song. Huh? That's the name of the song. Always remember this way. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Listen to soundtrack fifteen times. Aren't you? <laughs> it's the song. She says that in the song. Really? Yeah. He's huh. cueing her like that's the song. I think he says I love you. Like always remember it this way. Which, that's the first time he says I love you. Yeah, 
And then that's the name of the song that she's about to play. <laughs> she says it in the song, Jonah. Oh. You're going to have to go watch it again by yourself. No, <gasps> I can't. Come on. You can do it. All right, let's get out of here. And then I'll go with everybody. <laughs> just look at everybody like, hey, can I tell you a secret? <laughs> no. I think I like this song. <laughs> I think I like this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, can I tell you a secret? So we're going to do just, uh, we're going to do like what we've watched next week. Sure. Because we want to just keep hanging out. Because I feel like if we take breaks, we get weird. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to get weird. No, we don't. So but let's say goodbye so I okay. can pee. Okay, cool. Is that okay? Yeah. Hey, can I tell you a secret? That's <laughs> right. It's bad. Can you say bye in the voice? Bye. <laughs> no, I like it the way we say it. You want to say it? No, I want you to say it. <laughs> you have to do it like you had hey, a little I stroke. My my friend's here and she says, bye, pretty fucking good. I'm going to have her come out and say it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine. Is that